Hey, StoryPillar friends. Before we start our episode, I just wanted to let you know about a really great new kids podcast that you might want to check out. It's called Once Upon a Meadow, and each episode features a group of animals and plants who live in a meadow and find ways to work together despite their differences. You can listen to Once Upon a Meadow wherever you get your podcasts, and you can check out their activities at onceuponameadow.com. We've also put a little taste of Once Upon a Meadow in our podcast feed. You can find it wherever you love listening to Story Pillar. Okay, ready for the show? Hey, I'm so happy you're back. I'm Meg, a human person. And I'm Sneak. I'm a caterpillar. And my new favorite word is... Taste-tastrophe! Isn't that a fantastic word? Sneak, I already told you, that's not a word. Sure it is! Like, ew, I just accidentally swallowed a dog beetle! It's a taste-tastrophe! Or, my cat just drooled inside my mouth! It's a taste-tastrophe! <laughs> okay, you're right. It's a great word. Now, let's finish introductions. Bean, your turn. Hey, I'm Bean. I'm a butterfly that wears a hat. Okay, that's it. Uh-uh, little lady. Don't call me that. I'm older than you. It's butt phone time. Butt phone time. Butt phone time. Uh, no, thank you. I'm done with your butt germ sneak. What? But I wash it every day. That's good. Uh, keep doing that, Sneak. Um, but here, Bean, I can put it in the drawer again. Holy coconuts, yes. Thank you. Okay, now that you know who we are, this is... Story Pillar! I feel a story coming on Wonder where we'll end up today Blast around the world Sneak and be leading the way Go Story Pillar We're in this together No stopping us full speed ahead Go Story Pillar Shake it up a little Make cloudy skies brighter with friends back. Welcome to the fourth episode ever of Story Pillar, a podcast where we tackle sticky situations, explore stories from all over the world, and pick up advice from you, our listeners. Like last time with Polly and Farfu Hassan. Uh, I think you mean Abu Hassan? Yeah, that guy. He was all like, oh no, I farted and it was really loud and gross smelling. I have to run away forever and ever. Well, yeah, but then we decided he should maybe just take Polly's advice and just not make a big deal about it. Well, yeah. Otherwise, he'd be like, gotta move. Gotta move again. Uh, yeah, just like that. Um, okay, let's say hey and figure out what sticky situation we're tackling today. Let's start with our listeners. How are you feeling today? one. So 
someone said they're feeling puzzled. Puzzled. That's almost as fun to say as taste-tastrophe. That's true. Okay, let's check in with ourselves. How are you feeling, Sneak? Wiggly! See? (laughs) Yep. Does that mean you're feeling pretty happy? Yep, as happy as a fish in a fruit basket. (laughs) Okay, um, Bean, how about you? I'm fine. Ooh, I know what that means. Yeah, it means I'm fine. No, it doesn't. It means your eyeball is about to twitch. No, it isn't. Um, Sneak, let's... Uh... Let her tell us when she's ready? Exactly. Sorry, Bean. I've been really trying not to interrupt and to give you space. I know, Sneak. Thanks. So, anyway, you're right. I'm not fine. We got a new woodshop teacher, Mr. Khalil. And he's kind of mean. And he won't let us do the stuff that Miss Kendall, our old teacher, let us do all the time. And... Well, I used to love shop, but now I hate it. And I kind of hate the new teacher, too, for ruining my favorite class. Yikes, Bean. That does sound pretty tough. Yeah, it is. But at least we have our sticky situation for the day. You're right. What do we do when we meet someone new and don't have a good feeling about it? Because they seem really mean and unfair and generally terrible. Exactly. <gasps> Ooh, I know what comes next. A story! Yep. Let's check out a story and see if we can pick up any ideas. This time, we're traveling to Algeria. Ooh, that's in Africa, right? Between Morocco and Tunisia and south of the Mediterranean Sea? Yes, actually. And their national animal is the fennec, which is a teeny little squishy mushy fox, even smaller than our cat Spike. Uh, yeah, that's right. Wow, it's like you're the same person or something. (laughs) No, we're just studying North African school. (laughs) Anywho. Okay, one more thing before we start the story. My friend Salah told me that in Algeria, some people say marhaba to say hello. That's Arabic. Want to try it? Marhaba. Marhaba. Yep. Listeners, do you want to try Great. Okay. Rocket time, Sneak. Seatbelts. And countdown. Three, two, one. Uh, blast off, I guess. Mighty as a mouse? Adapted from Fairy Legends of the French Provinces by Martha Ward Carey. Oh, you be quiet, Fig said, frowning down at his rumbling belly. Unless you want me to eat that rock over there. 
He spun in a circle, searching for the least hard patch on the very hard boulder on which he sat, and scowled down at the waves crashing into the shore below. He plopped his head on his paws, the tufts of thick fur that sprouted from between his toes tickling his chin. I am not hungry, I am not hungry, I am not hungry, he muttered to himself, shaking the buzzing flies away with his long ears and giving the feather duster of his tail an agitated twitch. Gurgle, sporkle, splack, his stomach protested. What exactly do you want me to do? He shouted, jabbing a paw at the rocky shore and distant mountains. Do you see any food? Blurgle, came the answer. Well, what do you think is going to happen? That if I just close my eyes and make a wish, a fat, juicy meal will just fall from the sky? And turning away from the sea, Fig threw back his head and shouted in a mocking voice, Oh, great sky, greatest of all the big blue spirit things, give me that for which I long most desperately. (gasps) And writing himself, he stood, hands on his hips, both he and his stomach waiting for a reply. Just as he was about to flop down and get back to not thinking about food, he heard a voice. Okay, here you go. Huh? Fig's eyes flew open in surprise. And then he saw and heard it. A small squealing ball of fluff fell from the talons of a swooping hawk and hurtled through the sky toward him. Thinking fast, he stuck out his paws where the strange flying creature landed with a tiny thud. Looking down, Fig saw that it wasn't in fact a particularly fuzzy raindrop but a small striped mouse, the kind that darted under the mats of tangled grass covering the hillsides, and the kind that tasted particularly delicious served with roasted pistachios and walnuts. Fig licked his lips. Then he eyed the small creature, who was studying him intensely, face scrunched in puzzlement. Bunny? it asked. Fennec. I'm a fennec fox, Fig replied gruffly watching as it blinked its extremely beady, but somehow also extremely adorable eyes in confusion. The mouse blinked again, clearly not convinced. Well, yeah, okay, a very small fox, all phoenix are, but what I lack in size, I make up for in swiftness and smarts and... Rumble splash, his stomach reminded him. (sighs) And self-control he finished with a sigh. For as he watched the little mouse sit back on its haunches and begin licking the dust from its ridiculously floppy ears, tenderness for the little creature won out over the hunger pains squeezing his belly tight like a fist. And that is how Fig became a father, and how Mouse, for that quite simply was her name, became his daughter. The two made their home in a bumpy hill set back from the shore, and soon the maze of chambers and tunnels Fig had burrowed in its side rang with the sound of Mouse's tinkling laughter and his terrible dad jokes. Wait, 
Wait, wait. What do you get when you put a phone in a banana? Dad. They were happy. Well, mostly happy. Because no matter how many berries or olives they ate, Fig was, of course, a strict vegetarian now, Mouse stayed, well, a mouse. And it wasn't too unusual for the other Fennex to accidentally scoop her up for a game of catch. I'm not your ball. Or mistake her for a tasty snack. You can't eat me. I'm your niece. And after months and years of being tossed about and nearly eaten, Mouse had finally had enough. That's it, she squeaked angrily. I am done with being a mouse. What What do you mean? Why? Fig scrunched his brow. Because being a mouse is the worst. That's why everyone thinks I'm a ball or a fuzzy olive. And last week, Uncle Ahmad tried to eat me again. Her eyes welled with tears. Oh, mousy. Fig scooped her up in a gentle hug. That does sound pretty terrible. It, it is. Well, we'll just have to come up with a plan. And so, the next day, they sat together at the entrance to their burrow, Mouse warily eyeing the faded blue sky above them. Papa... Are you sure this will work? Nope, but it's worth a try, Fig answered. And throwing back his head, he stretched his arms wide and shouted, Oh, great blue sky, greatest of all the big blue spirit thingies. Make this mouse as big and powerful as the sun. How is that? He whispered, winking down at Mouse. Great, she chirped and settled in to wait. For a reply. After a minute of nothing but crashing waves and whining gnats, there came a voice. The same voice as on that day they had met many years before. As powerful as the sun. Hmm. And suddenly, as if by magic, A towering bank of clouds rolled in, completely blocking the sun's fierce rays from view and throwing the land below into darkness. Uh, Fig crinkled his snout in confusion. I guess not? Well, make me as powerful as a giant, terrible storm cloud then, Mouse squeaked, bouncing on her toes and stretching her arms wide. As big and strong as a storm cloud. Interesting idea. And with a whoosh, a fierce gust of wind rose up and raced across the sky, pushing the dark clouds before it like a herd of very stubborn, very puffy gray sheep. Wait a second. Fig narrowed his eyes. The wind, then. I want to be as strong and fierce as the wind. Mouse puffed her cheeks, blew out with all her might, and whirled in circles until she fell on her bottom. Are you sure? The question hung in the air around them. (sighs) Let me guess, grumped Fig, crossing his paws. 
There's something more powerful even than the wind, something so massive and sturdy that not even the strongest gust could topple it in a million years. Am I right? Now you're catching on. The sky encouraged. Ooh, I know, exclaimed Mouse, jumping up and down. The mountains! Nothing could possibly be stronger than a mountain! She squeezed her eyes shut, pressed her arms tight to her sides, and stood as tall as she possibly could. Which wasn't all that tall, considering she was a mouse. Okay, she called to the sky. I'm ready! Okay? Came the doubtful reply. Holy pistachio, Fig huffed. Are you serious right now? We get it. It wasn't the sun, or the clouds, or the wind, and apparently it's not the mountains. Can you just tell us, please, who or what is the most powerful? Look down, the voice sang. Mouse was intrigued. Look down, look down, look down. She turned in a slow circle and stopped, eyes lighting on a small hole, a small mouse hole, half hidden in a tangle of dried grass. Bingo! The sky cheered and sent a gust of wind to shake the dry brambles in a twiggy round of applause. Wait, a mouse? You're saying the mightiest thing of all, even mightier than a mountain, is a mouse? Fig shook his head. I'm losing my mind. Ooh, but the mighty mouse can burrow vast tunnels deep into the side of even the tallest mountain, asked the voice. Uh, lots of animals, he pointed out. I, for one, I mean, my burrow is right over there. Well, yes, but you get the point, right? Things aren't always what they seem. Even the smallest creatures can be great. Can you just go with it, please? You're wrecking the flow of the story. Fig rolled his eyes, but stayed quiet. <clears throat> as mighty as a mouse, Mouse murmured, trying the words on for size. And then, something clicked. As mighty as a mouse, she repeated in a strong, clear voice. Because I may be small, she jumped to her feet. But I'm smart. And I can run blindfolded through our tunnels better than any of my cousins. And, and I am nobody's snack. The strength of her words made her stand as proud and powerful as the tallest mountain, the strongest wind, the fiercest storm cloud, and the brightest sun. Atta girl, exclaimed the voice, recognizing that its work here was done. Atta girl echoed Fig, eyes full of pride, as he watched his daughter, his mighty, mousy daughter, glow with confidence, never to accidentally be almost eaten ever again. The End So, what did you think? when Mouse was all like, back off, I'm not your snack, even though I'm still tiny. <laughs> yeah, that part was pretty great. Um, What about you, Bean? What did you think? 
Well, I get it. I mean, Mouse had to get to know herself better and feel proud of herself for others not to see her as food or whatever. Right. And I know this means I should get to know Mr. Khalil better and not just automatically hate him and say he's mean and terrible. But I'm just so mad that he ruined my favorite class. Yeah, I don't blame you, Bean. It's hard to give someone new a chance when it feels like they're being unfair or unkind. Yeah, like when we first got Spike and she stole my French toast right off my plate and I was like, I hate this cat. She's terrible. But then I ate some of her food. Gross, Sneak. Please don't eat cat food, Sneak. What? So she would know how it feels. And anyway, then I was like, Wow, that was a taste catastrophe because cat food tastes like garbage and no wonder she wouldn't want to eat it. And now we're friends and I always share my French toast with her. Wow. Okay. Um, you found a very creative way to understand Spike better and get past your first impression of her. Exactly. Wait, so now what am I supposed to do? Give my French toast to Mr. Khalil next time we have it for breakfast and say... Hey, let's get to know each other better. I mean, you could. But how about we check in with a listener and see if they have any advice for our sticky situation? Oh, you mean an unsticky tricky? <laughs> yes, an unstick trick. That's what we're calling this part of the show. Neato Fido. Okay, here's Eli with his advice for getting to know someone better, even when they seem unfair or unkind. My name is Eli, and I am five years old. Okay, if you meet someone new and they don't seem seem very very nice, what do you do? Take a deep breath. Go look for someone to help you talk with the new teacher that doesn't seem very nice. That's a great idea. All right, high five. Good idea. Ask someone for help, like your favorite imaginary friend or <gasps> ooh, a super bunny ninja warrior space guardian. Holy cheese ball sneak. I think I'll just ask my regular teacher, Miss Lena, if she can help me talk to Mr. Khalil or something. She's pretty cool, and I don't think she'll mind. Thanks, Eli, for the idea. Yes, thank you, Eli. And, Bean, let us know how it works out, okay? Yeah, I guess. And don't forget the French toast. <laughs> it probably can't hurt. <laughs> okay, listeners, if you have an unstick trick you use when you're feeling upset about someone new, we'd love to hear about it. We'll tell your grown-ups how to get in touch at the end of the show. Okay, that's it. We finished our fourth episode ever of Story Pillar. Really? We're done? Yep. Here's your phone. But germ free again. <sighs> Thanks. You're welcome, Bean. Thanks for joining us. We'll have a new episode ready every other Monday. If you had fun, please tell a friend, or many, and don't forget to have a grown-up subscribe, rate us, and leave a gold star review wherever you love listening. 
If you're looking for mini episodes, have a story suggestion, or want to share an unstick trick, send your grown up to storypillar.com. That's S T O R Y P I L L A R. They can also find a link there to our Kofi page, as well as more information about how to support the show. Thanks to Andy Job and Susanna Bridges for their work on our theme song. And for more of their great kids' music, check out andyandsusanna.com or find them on Spotify and iTunes. Grown-ups, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. 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 <laughs> our handle is at sign StoryPillar. You can also follow Mackenzie Allison, who does our awesome episode cover art at MK Allison Art. Okay, ready to say goodbye? Bye! I love you! Bye. Come back next week if you want to. Bye, everyone. Thanks for joining us. And remember, if you have a bad feeling about someone you've just met, try getting to know them better. Maybe without eating cat food, though. Try asking for help from someone you trust. Whatever you choose, you got this. And we'll be here cheering you on.